This week on Homo Superior. He's super smart. He knows it's an irrational number. But now he's as smart as a mushroom. Because he became a monster. I, for some reason, or I feel a like a mushroom would know that. Muster. Uh, so that's dumb. Very, very dumb. Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where we prefer to body slide by three. Issue 267, I'm Brent Wingate. I'm Clark. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. And this week, we have a preview review of the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, that certainly is not small on spoilers. Um, <clears throat> Adam Driver is in is on the casting couch for his possible role as Reed Richards in the MCU. Is that a good idea? Maybe. Do we talk about it too much? Definitely. Will we stop? Absolutely not. Beast uh, tries to find love in a blind rage in our most recent episode of X-Men, the animated series. Plus, we have comic-y news, even more comic-y issues, and less than comic-y plugs. But first, some housekeeping. Uh, this week, we interviewed writer Steve Orlando. Uh, that episode will be coming out Tuesday, January 17th. We, you know, got all into Steve's philosophy about characters. We actually ended up talking a little bit about Jose Andres. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of gay shit in there for all you little homos. We played a cursed game. Oh, I thought you like meant that inside of Jose Andres there was a lot of oh, games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then uh, we also have an all new Bar Sinister co- uh, cocktail coming out um, on the same day, Tuesday, January 17th. It's on our Instagram, Home Spirit Podcast. Check it out. All right. Let's do some real stuff. Preview, review. You guys all know this. Trailers come out for movies. We watch the trailers, we tell you what happened in them. It's not rocket science. <laughs> not rocket science. All right. Uh, you're, what, oh, I'm talking for too long. <laughs> I feel like someone should have interrupted me by now. That's because Caleb's not here. He can't just be like, just like, well, Brad, I like to. Uh, here's my joke about. Some, where's Ryan to just come <laughs> in like a landmine? All right. Hey, the, you're nailing it. We don't want to stop you. Yeah, sure. All right. The newest Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, I'm not going to do it that way. The newest <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Trailer came out this week, and it promises a lot more Kang than the first trailer, so much so that the trailer is basically only Ant-Man, Kang, and some occasional Michelle Pfeiffer. This, to me, is a a bad trailer because you're getting too much of the entire plot, but it does promise some interesting visuals. What's the optimal amount of Michelle Pfeiffer should we have for this movie? I, it needs more. I want a Michelle Pfeiffer only trailer. Like it is really funny to watch, especially how they cut certain things because I know that ever since they started teasing it, and then there was more trailers. All I did, I can't shut the fuck up about. There's too many kids in my MCU movies. Yeah, and I was hmm. while I now we'll talk about the spoiler kind of stuff that don't show me the whole fucking thing. Like tell, don't show, or I don't know the opposite of like what I would want to see in a trailer. I did appreciate that it was a inherently focused trailer on like, oh no, this movie's gonna be mostly about Ant-Man and Kang and the Wasp and Modoc essentially. So spoiler alert, he's in it. Um, I'm but, a lot more afraid of Kang if Michelle Pfeiffer is scared of him. What if like, Michelle Pfeiffer is actually her, Kang? The best part of the first trailer was her being afraid of sending a signal mm-hmm. to That's true, him. right. Um, Turn that off. <laughs> Yeah, did, were there any other thoughts? I thought the visuals look like they're going to be very interesting. 
It was trippy, right? It's yeah. very. It, it almost reminded me a little bit of how they were playing with like Ragnarok, or even like they they're going for the visual. Like the visual effects look good. To your point, like yeah. there's been this battle of like overworking VFX people, but also too many fucking Marvel things. Not all having. I mean, what, oh god, what was his name? Heimdall's son in fucking Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that you have like this movie coming out now and that. And I mean, Black Panther was overall really strong too. So I'm like, they're kind of back on their game in a good way. Uh, but it was just, yeah, it looks beautiful. And he's like falling apart into string, which I don't understand. Um, Clark, does this trailer make you feel anything? Um, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I don't really have any strong opinion about it, except for I don't want to see um, the Wasp as much as I know. I'm gonna oh, right. I, uh, all I could think of, I can think of now having watched the most recent recent season of Rick and Morty is the Triceratops who are like, Hey, listen, we can free you up to do whatever you want. Why don't you round out that Ant-Man character or something? You know, go do what you really love. It does. They, it doesn't feel like the only thing I will say is like, I'm a little concerned as to what, and I don't know if it's because of breaking him out of the quantum realm. Like I'm interested to know why. Oh, that's what really made me annoyed about the trailers that they were like, you are an Avenger. You're also a father. And I'm like, there's a big difference in those acts. Like, there's got to be other things <laughs> no, in between no, them that no, make no, sense. No, that's it. It's all that matters. It's, yeah, it's Real Housewives level comparison. I'm a businesswoman, and I'm also so, a mother. It was great. Like, I was just like, there's got to be more of that speech, I hope. Otherwise, because that's my main question is, what the fuck? What are they? Why is Kang so focused on some random nobody thief that has a I mean, growing I, and shrinking I, suit? As far as a contrast goes, I get it. Because you're an Avenger. The job is essentially a selfless one. Like you're just sacrificing yourself. And of course you do the same thing as a parent, but on a par- as a parent, you're supposed to get the time back, right? Right. Oh, no, no. I mainly, I'm mainly just saying from the sense of like, Ant-Man is a, Scott Lang is like an everyman. So it does, with Loki, it made a little bit more sense because obviously, you know, he's some sort of like mega being, Kang's a mega being. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they'll play that up of like, you're just my puppet or like, you're like my tiny man and I'm going to be using you kind of thing. Which is what I tell all my you're lovers. Um, you're just, also an ant. <laughs> like, like the thing that currently we think ties them together is just the fact that um, Michelle Pfeiffer has just lived yeah. there for a while. So like, oh, you're not step. Your your mother-in-law that's not yet your mother-in-law is is like a real tie. I, I worry there's going to be some sort of MacGuffin that only she knows how to get to and only he can get to because he knows how to break into things. and That's so fine. On and and so then um, the wasp falls off a cliff. <laughs> after yeah. being run over by many and uh, it just fucked becomes, up truckers who are, are pro she, Is she going by stature in the movie? Do we know? Is Cassie Lang going to be? Cassie? Yeah. Cause I'm like, just make, I thought they know. said Stinger. Yeah, I think they made up a new name for it just because they wanted that's to keep it. That's what she's called now in, the in Marvel. Oh, okay, great. Then that's probably what it is. They're, I knew it was like something different because they're like, you'll never guess if there's a, If there's a MacGuffin, is. it's going to be pretty annoying because I think the appeal of someone like Kang is that it's supposed to be a very, very smart character. Mm-hmm. And so if it's like, little button box thing that solves the problem instead of an interesting intricate solution yeah. it will be unfun find me that quantum bracelet you get me the it. quantum buzzer <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> all right let's move on to the casting couch rumors surface about which actors are going to be playing which roles and the casting couch is where we sit those actors down and seeing if they're willing and able to get the job done all right, so there's been a lot of <laughs> you hate it. Clark hates it. <laughs> All right, well, the casting couch's name is probably going to change <laughs> next week. 
Uh, so there's been rumors about that Adam Driver is being cast as Reed Richards. Do you like this rumor? And if not, who would you cast Adam Driver as? His voice doesn't do Reed Richards to me. His face and like his whole aesthetic, like uh, maybe it's like against typecasting. I would never presume that Adam Driver would be a hyper intelligent scientist that was not necessarily an everyman, but like Adam Driver is also like pretty fucking buff and like I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's right. That works. Yeah. He's buff too. It, it, he it just seems too doofy for me. That's what I'm saying. Like there's something there's something very regal about the. Reed Richards design and like I would be more open to any type like I'm I'm very open to the casting of like race ethnicity and general designs but I'm like give me someone who actually looks like an older scientist yeah and I, I need th- some graying temples because I like I I worry that they're going to be trying to start them out young so then they can grow into it but I'm like I don't want like a hyper young fantastic like it won't make any sense in the context of this MCU because we need we already have kind of identified in our, um, which you should listen to, our phase four breakdown where we were like, Doctor Strange is, I mean, Iron Man was shitty. Doctor Strange is also shitty. I'm like, we need, I'd like a little bit more of the shitty scientist back rather than the shitty sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And I like want someone who's own intelligence at the moment. And it can't be like someone playing a 25-year-old Do you think that he would make a good uh, Doctor Doom? That I could get into. No. Really? No. They also should go about casting... A person of Romany origin. Fair. That. That's a good point. If they're also, they're also, one of the rumors is that he's purposely making sure that the thing is be played by a um, Jewish actor because he's a Jewish character. Yeah. So if they're going by that, he's going to be trying to actually work through making sure, hopefully, Romany character as well for Doctor yeah. Doom. But oh, I feel I like don't that's know. come up before too. Yeah, I yeah. know that makes sense. But then what would, yeah, in the MCU, greater MCU, who could, uh, Adam, he, well, I was like, he could be Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all taken? (laughs) Well, I'm like, I'm literally running through the Marvel snap cards in my head of like, what characters do I use that I'm like, he could fulfill? It's like, definitely dark. I mean, I think he would. I I, want to say while you're thinking about that, I do like the choice. Yeah. Because I think he's done, he can be very intense in roles. I think that's important for Reed Richards. To me aesthetically you can put some gray on someone's temples he has this kind of lanky but strong it is a stretched out face sorry no it yeah it's a stretched out (laughs) my main issue and the first thing i said his voice is all wrong it's got this weird silly drawl thing to it and it's very guttural and that is not a reed richards voice in the slightest i do imagine him as having like a 19 he's gonna say like like some sort of nucleotic doodly bloodily blue but it's gonna sound like a cartoon (laughs) character saying it like the the dad in uh powerpuff girls is what Uh, i imagine as being well the hard yeah the hard part is i just was watching white noise which he is in it's what is it noah Ba- not Bach. Yeah, Noah Bachman's like new movie on Netflix with Greta Gerwig. Oh Berlin. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think I just saw that too recently. And then I, I have that, and then I have Kylo Ren in my head, and I'm like, neither one of those serves to me. Like, oh, this person could really play. Yeah, I, but what about the movie where he got divorced from Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that Marriage Story? Marriage or story. But what, he's like a. Dar- I'm trying to think of like what are some dark like something within more of the night universe. Like uh, we were like we were kind of talking about like supernatural. Like that I feel like is where he should probably play more of. Or a good. I think he could just play. I think he plays good villains. Like I did like him as Kylo Ren. 
Um, um, what is the name of the uh, Shi'ar like gladiator? The, yeah, gladiator. No, you don't think so? No, he's too small for that. That thing has to be a bulky as tell. fuck. What about Oracle or the other? What about Fang? <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the Shi'ar empire. It's played. They're all the Shi'ar guard played by Adam Driver. <laughs> I want him to play uh, Kazar. Okay, just, yeah. I just want to see him with a giant flow. That could be really wig. fun. Um, Vertigo. I, yeah, I'm like really happy. I, I feel like he should play like a kind of villainous role. It, he just has so much intensity, and especially with Do the MCU. Do you think he'd make a good Cyclops? No. Mm. Uh, how about a bad Cyclops? <laughs> he would play a great, <laughs> terrible Cyclops. Oh, probably somebody, well, maybe a mastermind from like something in the. Um, <laughs> just look like some gross person. In the Hellfire Cloud. Oh, like he'd be some of those people. Arcade. <laughs> no. Well, we don't have the role yet for you, Adam, but someday we will. Yeah, hopefully you'll have a career. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to MCU Next TV. It's our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week, we're reviewing X-Men, the animated series, season two, episode 10, Beauty and the Beast. Completely original name. <laughs> so Beast has a love interest. Beast. You got to say it like Ellis uh, <laughs> Edwards. Uh, Beast has a love interest named Carly, uh, who he helps give the gift of sight with his not at all shady best friend, Dr. Bolson. Meanwhile, Wolverine infiltrates the friends of humanity who later capture Carly and fortunately allow the A and B storylines to intersect. Magneto and Xavier are still in the savage land boating on their Mark Twain ride. This <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> With a frog person. Yeah, there's a thro- frog person. They're suddenly attacked by a two-headed hydra. Little known fact, this was the backdoor pilot for Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. <laughs> is it is the only connection the name Carly? Yeah. Well, she was a singer, so I think. So wasn't she? Na- the name is doing a lot at of At the end, huh? don't you remember when they're driving <laughs> off? She's just like, well, uh, the Friends of Humanity, she's like, well, look, I just met you, and this is crazy. Please stop killing me, maybe. Yeah, in this episode, oh, Beast is a super cuck because the father of Carly is so racist to him. He immediately comes, like Beast has given her the gift of sight, and he comes in swinging with how racist he is towards mutants. Beast leaves for like five minutes. His daughter is captured. He's knocked unconscious. Beast starts shaking the guy, saves her, and then he's like, you know what, Beast? You're pretty all right. I hope this fixes everything. And Beast is like, you know what? It really does. <laughs> everything you said to me doesn't matter. I liked how they had to have the other doctor just be as attractive as possible. Yeah. It's kind of dread of the home that Beast looks like the fucking garbage. I know. Which is funny because in the cartoon, like obviously in real life, you'd probably be a little bit more surprised. But, you know, I like her suit, man. And like Beast is very handsome on the cartoon show. Um, yeah, he's jacked to the fucking tits. Right. Then, yeah. like, sure, he has, like, big. longer nails that are also blue, which I do kind of find yeah. weird in some ways. <laughs> but, uh, like, wouldn't it be amazing? You're blind, and then you're given the gift of vision, and you f- the first thing you find out is that you're into furries. <laughs> I mean, well, and that's the other thing, too, though, is, like, at least with, I think, I forget the things, um, they're married, right? The wife, she's also blind. Uh, blind. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that was always the thing of, like, Alicia I can Masters. see you now. Was this the first that we met her? Like, I don't think we've seen her in that. She, oh, she's never yeah, in no. anywhere else. No. I, I just sec- Googled her name, and there's one real person named her, and then it's her. <laughs> the first thing we see is her. The second uh, season is a lot of Harley these, like, Crocker. one-off stories where they just, like... Because I, I think... Well, and Clark, you would know this. Because like, I keep that 
that Savage Land storyline on a nice sim. Yes. <laughs> Again, I do love them. And when they introduced the frog guy and the Mark Twain, right? He's got a great voice. You're voice spot man. on. If My anyone wants like, to talk to her, she works at Century 21 now, and her phone number is 2699. She's the dot. So that's what, yeah. The fun, the fun fact is that she's the dot. Oh my God, are you doxing Carly Rae Jepsen? Okay, no. <laughs> she is the the character name and then the inspiration was a real person. So that is not, it's, is, I mean, her real, the real name is Carly Ann Crocker and no way in fucking hell are there going to be two Carly Ann Crockers on one planet. It's a very unique name. So Jubilee <laughs> makes a point in this episode that Wolverine actually uses his brains to solve a problem and Beast is a raging maniac. And what she's referring to is Wolverine's decision to sneak into the Friends of Humanity uh, by pretending he got beaten up by a mutant. Yes. Having Friends of Humanity help him and then take him inside. But he is like really famous. I mean... Beast, uh, Wolverine has been seen on national news multiple times. He's like wearing a mask most times. They don't know that that's his hair yeah. underneath it. Uh, fair, sure. Okay. <laughs> the guy with the hair that's shaped like the mask. But you yeah. are right, though. <laughs> he, his costume was a trucker hat and red sunglasses. That's the that's the bad Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the show's never going to fucking do anything to really make things make sense. Because you're right, though, there is, I think, when Friends of Humanity was previously introduced, I believe there is live footage of Beast and Wolverine and Wolverine out of costume stopping the car, and then yeah. that's how they get filmed, and then that's how they use that. Uh, Consistency it. isn't critical, obviously, in this show. I'll tell uh, you what, though, very uh, extreme plot lines for a children's show is because like, I do feel like in almost every episode, someone will die. And they're always very overly complex in terms of like a kid show kind of like nowadays, even in some of the best, like really good, strong shows, just like we got to go save blank like these. It tried to do a lot more than it was. It should have been able to, particularly in the uh, in the 90s. Well, we also learned this episode that Friends of Humanity leader. Creed uh, is the son of Sabretooth, a.k.a. Assassin's Creed. Um, <laughs> well, and not... when Paul Wolverine gets a hologram of, of uh, Sabretooth and his son goes crazy and just starts firing a gun, screaming, you're not my dad. You can't hurt me. You're not my dad. Uh, he says, shall I? Sure. Honestly, <laughs> If both of my parents were evil mutants from hell, I probably would be anti-mutant too. Who's who's his mother? Mystique. Mystique. Oh, yeah, like Him he literally has the worst possible the worst possible parents ever Just created. Just the shittiest oh, no, no. family. Yeah, because it's Nightcrawler. Like they're all half siblings. Because they're all oh yeah, well Night Nightcrawler at least has well no oh, his his father's also a de- the devil. Okay, yeah, no, right. Right. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I believe. Graydon Creed Jr. What are you looking at? I hate him. I am not like him. I'm normal. Get out of here, all of you. I am not like him. I'm normal. Oh, yeah. He does scream I'm normal a lot while he's firing no, a gun. You are not my father. You are not my father. <laughs> you are not my father. And scene. It was a pretty obvious hologram, by the way. They literally <laughs> had a projector outside the room. He's fluttering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, no one ever said he was smart, just that he knows how to run a uh, fascist regime. Um, yep. So Beast is a cuck. Wolverine uh, saved the day. Had some. Uh, he had a, my new favorite slang term for 
the bad guys. He called them Joy Boys. Oh, that's like that sounds like a gay. Term. That was the Just, prequel. That was the backdoor pilot for Soy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you little Joy Boys. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what? Uh, I I think it's time for the news. Oh, <laughs> who wants to do it? Clark, you why don't you I do will it. give it to us? Okay, so you already stole one of my newses. <laughs> so I'll do other newses. My newses. News eye. There's <laughs> supposedly going to be a, a Strange Academy a TV show, which is a spinoff of Doctor Strange, obviously. Makes There's a Scotty sense. Young comic currently that is um, Doctor Strange has an academy where all these magic students are learning fucking magic. So we're going to have another m- bunch of monster kids like Love it. Adam, you're so excited for. Well, th- more, I, more, more, more children. Because it's an actual teen focused show. Then. Yeah, but they're going to introduce more children. Yeah. And we we got definitely have Wong in there. America Chavez is going to be in there Bobby, supposedly. And then Zelda Stanton is a character that was created about 5 6 7 years ago. I don't know. That okay. was his like new helper. And she's Wong's or Strange? No, Strange's. Okay. Um and then I said it was maybe we could see Billy yeah. pop in here since he's a magic yeah. user. Is Agatha going to be connected to this cuz like basically the Strange Academy in the comics is just like it's Doctor Strange, they, he leads it, and then there's like special adjunct teachers that come in. It's like Scarlet Witch shows up, and Agatha shows up, and whoever fuck else shows up. Clea, I don't know. Mm. Just like magic users teaching these new kids how to that do it. That could shit. be kind of fun to have, you know, if Benedict Cumberbatch actually sticks through as being like the main teacher, but each episode is, uh, ah, we've got a new professor this week uh, teaching you about blah, blah, blah. The only thing I wonder about is when it will happen. And how will they close out the cliffhanger from Multiverse of Madness before it, unless they are going to use Strange Academy to solve for it? Because um, that feels like a really big thing to leave wide open well, on the incursions. I don't want to spoil it. But well, oh. did they say when this is coming out? Theoretically? No, just that yeah. it's rumored. I, I can't imagine this is coming out before. I mean, Scarlet Witch is going to come back alive at some point. She's oh, yeah, totally. And... Well, she has to reunite with children, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But well, because they'll use the, I assume they'll use the what, 638, you know, whatever the universe they went in where she got possessed, that one will probably become the real one since they showed her, like, the life was basically the same. Mm, yeah. yeah. No big um, things here. <laughs> nothing wrong. All right. So, so, oh, shit, I lost his name ahead. What's Clea's brother's name who was in the first <laughs> Doctor Strange? God, I just can't go on like No. No, the main villain. Firehead, Jesus Christ! Dormammu? Why can't I think of, yeah, Dormammu. Oh. I don't know. I could. Anyway, oh, Dor- I didn't realize they were brother and sister. Yeah, Dormammu is uh, uncle. Uh, Her uncle. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I was like brother. Umar. <laughs> Umar. Umar is the brother of of Dormammu. But anyways, Dormammu was a kid, and in the comics, the kid is a Doyle. Uh, is a is a McDoyle the ki- the rules. <laughs> he's gonna yeah, say exactly. it. Oh, do- like he's, he's the kid. He's one of the kids at the academy, so they oh. could easily do pull that out of their ass if they do. Because I've Doctor always Strange wanted first. that Minotaur to come back too. All the kids at the end of whatchamacallit seemed fun. I don't know. What? That, what? The Minotaur at the Multiverse Matters, right? Oh, he was one of the students. Yeah. Kid. That guy's old. Oh, well, I just mean like I want to see Rint, I want to see more Rintra, at Commerce, basically. Yeah, I, like I can remember Rintra, but I can't remember fucking Dormammu. <laughs> that's why I was like, what are you talking about? Like, By the way, they don't necessarily <laughs> have to uh, include the incursion it stuff. It could be. I'm dealing. It with could something. be the time period between Doctor Strange falling to his knees in the middle of the intersection oh, and opening up his eyes. That's a fair point. And then that actually happened where he meets Clea is like a fill in the blank. I like kind of like later. that. I could deal with. I, that makes sense. Although they really make it seem like that happened on the same day. Uh, um, yeah, they did. I did forget about the third eyes because that's another thing they'll have to. He'll just constantly have, have a third, third eye. eye. 
Don't look at I, it. I'm keeping it hidden with a hiding spell. Everyone's like, and, and foundation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on. All right. Sub on MCU news as well. It's basically, you know how MCU just kind of like forces the comics to then abide Match. by what their thing is. So there's going to be a baby Groot book. It's just going to be called Groot, but you know, young Groot. That's the um, writer is going to be actually Dan Abnett, who did a lot of the writing for um, Annihilation and stuff like that with Landing, who they have split up. And no one knows why. Yeah. Oh. Um, years ago. Uh, anyways, it's going to be Young Groot <laughs> on his a- the alien planet, Planet X, which is idyllic until some monsters and aliens come and beat the shit out of everybody, and he has become a hero. And Captain Marvel, the original Marvel, is going to be in it. Ooh. Who I'm excited for. Uh, what do you like about him? Marvel. It's just a good dude. When they say origin story, do they mean their his origin story as a hero, or do they mean his origin story as like Planet. a creature that exists? Because well, I thought he was supposed to be like billions of years old that keeps reincarnating. They keep fic- They keep changing the goddamn uh, character. He was one of the original, weirdly, one of the original Marvel Marvel characters that they ax- they brought over later. As just in like one comic, I don't know. Oh, like a yeah, just uh, just some fucked up monster they had to fight, yeah. and then like decades later, they're like, oh yeah, let's uh, make him a character. <laughs> I would have liked uh, now that there's all this Krakoa stuff. I'd there's hope of... for us all, actually, is what I think the takeaway is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you could live longer to see yourself become the hero. <laughs> um, I would like for him to share some brute, forget the pun, with like Okara. That they are both like mm. similar oh, creatures in some way. I like that. That they live for basically forever and just kind of keep rebirthing. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I don't know what but they're not they'll do, do with all that at all. Um, And then tying in again, the next thing is also coming at the same time is Groot Fall <laughs> is the storyline for the new Guardians of the Galaxy ongoing series by Jackson Lanzig, Colin Kelly. Oh, I didn't say Dan Admet and artist uh, Damien Custiero are the ones for Young Groot, but... Anyway, excuse me. Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, artist Kev Walker are doing the new Guardians of the Galaxy, which is Groot Fall. will push the team to their breaking point, but also drive them out to the furthest reaches of space where they'll encounter strange worlds in need of their protection. And there's a betrayal. Sounds of like every yeah, exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy series. There's a betrayal. They're, they're going to a strange. It's really land boring. To view. He literally like what? Fucking Peter Quill literally like went into a time space continuum. Yeah, and then and became he became a god. A, and then like, he came back <laughs> by and right. like had mind zapping powers. I don't know what happened. They're going to a strange land where they're going to watch the leaves change colors. Jeez. All right. After betrayal of one of their own, blah 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 blah. Remains a found family. Blah 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 blah. Sun-soaked Western. That's what's going to happen. It's Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, Nebula, and Mantis are cur- the characters that are in it. Very back to basics, but... That it's literally just sense. the movie characters minus say, the weird-looking ones. Right. Hey, what's a sun-soaked Western? Just like... A happy Western? No. Oh. No, it's going to be dry, bleak as fuck, where it's just like desert sands and dirt flying everywhere. Gotcha. I've never heard that term. Then you've never been sun-soaked. No, no I, and I love Westerns. I'm moon-soaked constantly. <laughs> You'd be great in Moon Knight if that's still <laughs> there. Right. I mean, it looked the the design looks nice. I like the the character designs and the art's gonna be good. But I don't. It sounds same old. Same it's a old. fun. Yeah. yeah, I do think the Western concept will be interesting because they have been a lot more like space space heavy mm-hmm. versus space west like Western space heavy kind yeah. of thing. So I'm down for it, but not that excited. No, I'll read it though. Uh, more space news, MCU as well. Um. Marvel executive Nate Moore was on a podcast recently and said that there's more arrows slash Star Fox slash Harry Styles on the way. And he didn't, we, we didn't just cast Harry Styles for a tag at the end of a movie. Mm. So Eros is coming back for real and being in things. And that tied with 
the possibility of Eternals 2, which... But Kumail Nanjani recently know, had an interview and said... What did he say? But, but the difference he said is he wasn't, that... He's like, nobody's called. Like, I'm not... He's like, I'd love to do it. I'm actors not are liars. Yeah, they have fair. to be liars for these kind of things. Yeah. Whatchamacallit, the, the executive's not going to lie and say, this character's going to show up. It seems the o- opposite of what you should do in order to... Bo- boost business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't cast Harry Styles for a tag. So then what the fuck did you do to Bruce Campbell? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, right. That's funny. The hot strange dog. in the multiverse. Was the hot dog, man? Just the hot the hot dog, dog yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, so that's for they nothing? They cast him for a tag. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was like, if if they're going to bring Harry Styles back, then the rest of the fucking cast definitely better come back because, well, A, there's a giant glaring like It's called question Harry mark. Styles and the Eternals. And I don't know whether they um introduced in the- Yeah, could you imagine like, if it's Star Fox and the Eternals or something? That'd like be they, hilarious. Oh, my God. I'd be so upset. Did they in the- into that movie name him did he say that he's a half brother of, or a full brother that i that i thought they said half brother, right? i think it's in half that, yeah. all right they yeah. doubled down on it then for in in the in the podcast that he said oh the guy um executive so who knows who that which parent is which and who's what and oh how they'll actually play that out i really i mean i loved what they did with their or well <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> No, I love what they did with the Eternals backstory over, what is it, Kieran Gillen wrote it. So I loved more recent stuff. I know we're more and more divisive on it, but like I did really appreciate the background and the history of how stuff came to be and even how uh, Star yep. Fox and Thanos came around. So I hope they mind that. Well, the problem is in the movie, they didn't use that as much. It's yeah. like weird space kind of, not robots, but at least like exchanging of Brain, on like little saying all this kind of stuff yeah, so i don't know which fair. one is going to be thanos has that connectivity to it or is it eros the one who would have that oh based on, based on half sibling half siblingness yes that makes a lot of sense yeah it's a good question they can't really be like thanos is both is definitely full on a full eternal because then he they already they, right they would, they would that's a they would have to re-drag him back out because his brain would have been blotted blued into something else and, and then they could have brought it shit. back no i i like the idea that probably it's still a divergent idea that they left to start their own planet on Titan or whatever yeah. to see if they could reproduce that way. But yeah, maybe it's Titan. Titan came. Uh, what is it? Thanos came out of that, and then Eros came out of the. You yeah, because they're full siblings stuff. in the comics. Okay. Wow. I wonder if there's any possibility that, you know, some I, Celestials just left some Eternals places and yeah didn't really like collect them later so they just kind of ran well that's true too right because they just plopped them on yeah right so then they could just simply be like yeah we put some people there and they mixed with the crowd and then you got thanos like yeah the world killer i don't think harry after reading the star fox like not many series it was like one of the judgment day issue or whatever he's just too sexy to be i mean i get that other people find harry style sexy but i don't find him sexy so I think he's more attractive as Eros than I, I like the hair. Well, I like redhead so much. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, so in Disney Plus news, uh, Kristen Erder, which we kind of knew was returning to doing a return to Daredevil. Now there's rumor, rumors that are ever loudening that she's going to be get her own series. That'll be hard to believe. Uh, in my opinion, just because of how well you don't want their correct right? Je- Jessica Jones. <laughs> I. <laughs> Hey, hey, I want your crack. No, the only reason I didn't want any of this to ever happen <laughs> just so want, to avoid was, that was to again. avoid oh, Hellcat, yeah. to avoid ruining one of my favorite characters. But they could, well, because we don't. I just don't think the, the ratings for Jessica Jones were not great. And they were better than like Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but even still. I do wonder if they'll do a. Um, 
they'll keep backdoor pilot. They'll test, right? So they'll do Daredevil. They'll see how she does, how much they're attached to the new version of the character. And then they do the same thing with her and Luke Cage because I want fucking, I forget his, the actor's name, but I want him back. Mike something. I can't remember his name. He's such a good Luke Cage. But, uh, I mean, the possibility of bringing back uh, the Purple Man or uh, Kilgrave? No, I don't want any of her, anybody other than her. I don't want anybody other than her. I liked him. But he's dead. Yeah, but he's not really because it's not the same. The problem with that character in general is that that character can never get out of the shadow of the Purple Man. Yeah. Always, every single She's comic that's own. her comic always brought back in for some apparent reason. It's just like just it. it I just want Carrie Ann Moss back as that bitchy no, lesbian. I don't need her at all either. <laughs> yeah. Bitchy lesbian. I don't want any of it. I want her to have never be- had her own storyline. <laughs> I want her to be a new. The worst fucking thing about those goddamn shows was those terrible B plots to like get things. All the all the side episodes characters to do anything. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, let's get on to some issues. Uh, our weekly recap of all things X. And this week we've got, and last week, we still got all sorts of weeks piling up here. X-Men number 18, Legion of X uh, number 9, Wolverine number 29. And then we've got our Dark Web summary for Amazing Spider-Man number 17, Miss Marvel number 2, uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat number 2. Let's get in with X-Men number 18. Jerry- I just want to be clear, though. Yeah. There is no issues that we're reviewing that were from last week. <laughs> that was a failure on the part of someone. Probably me. To delete to something. Oh, oh my oh. God. Wow. So, way to slow us down by talking about it. Okay. Wait. Go. This week, we've got X-Men number 18. Jerry Duggan, Carlos Villa. New it couple, Old Lady Laura and Sing, team up with the resurrected Wolverine and the Exterminators to kill vampires and process what happens next for these killer clones from outer space. Stupid joke. What'd you guys think? I'm glad that they brought back in more of the vampire killing from the exterminators. Um, lot, I, lots of fun to keep them around. Jubilee wasn't absolutely atrocious. That is so. what I'm, I was going to say this Jubilee seems like she's Normal. still annoying as fuck, but she's not like whatever cartoon nightmare, vomity, fakey piece of shit that she is in exterminators. Have you ever I mean, been in, able in exterminators. to pop someone's bubble gum that way? Like, just like poke <laughs> yeah, at it man. and have it explode on their face. Well, yeah. yeah, and you get it on your hand, finger too sometimes. Yeah, right? it's like it never. Like I feel like it even it happens. Never in explodes movies. in that perfect in backwards yeah. as like water, basically, <laughs> and then sugar water. Um, what did you guys think of the dialogue between uh, Old Lady Laura and Wolverine? Well, there's that famous question uh, that we've asked ourselves: if you were fight or fuck, if you were cloned. <laughs> And you're in a room with yourself for an hour. Would you fuck yourself or would you fight yourself? Quick rundown again, just to refresh my memory. Definitely fuck. Um, me. I would fuck myself. Fight. I'm looking at fight you. Fight for sure. You really? Yeah, I'd, I'd make you fight. <laughs> <laughs> Clark? I, th- I would fuck, right? Yeah, well, well, this Laura picked fight, so. I know. They, they didn't pick fight. I don't think they picked fight either. They just kind of picked um. We're not going to talk friends. and never see each other. Again. Yeah, I do. I did like that. Fight, we'll fight together and then never speak again. It was very much that character, and I appreciated the dialogue of like, we're not all ga- like, oh, I'm Gabby now. Like all the like, it was fun, like little like back and forwards, and like even the well, you know, they're not going to resurrect us when one of us dies. I was like, well, good, you can take it because I'm not going to be fucking dying. I'm like, okay, bitch. Like, <laughs> So should Beast's statement, uh, it's uh, too good to be true. It's too good to be true. It, and everyone's like, shut shut up. We know it's too good to be true. It's Maybe it's just true. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, do you think that's supposed to be a warning for us or is that Duggan's way of saying, uh, you know what, don't worry about this one. This one's 
this one's for realsies. I think it's a don't work. Like I, it does feel like at some point one of them will vanish. It'll probably be old lady Laura. Like her and Sink will retire for a little bit or something. Because at some point he's gonna roll off the team. Like yeah, yeah they're not gonna keep an elderly. No, she's not elderly. She looks no, as hell, but yeah. they're not gonna keep a character, the mature version yeah. of the I mean, Laura. They age characters. They don't re- age characters and keep them like that in comics. Right. Well, and they're literally doing that prequel series. Yeah, uh, which is during like during the so Utopia era, right? So that ties more into the resurrected one rather than this like supreme age genius woman. Because there'll probably, I feel like there's, they're gonna, I don't know, hopefully he'll have time to wrap it up himself, but there's gotta be like some sort of official ending for Sink, Darwin, and, um, old lady. All, yeah, all they are the people that went, right? Maybe they'll find, they're like, we enjoyed it in the, whatever the yeah. fuck it's called the vault i was like it's totally uh, in their name we enjoyed it in the vault what is it <laughs> i mean like they're like they would just be like it's time for us to go to back. go back oh <laughs> i see <laughs> i felt i kind of felt stupid because i genuinely thought when he said it's too good to be true i'm like oh i was being really naive i did not think about the possibility at all that this is like a sleeper agent from oh, the children of the vault or yeah. anything like that i just thought oh that's nice i'm glad she's back no, I agree. I, I bought it hook, I, line, Well, because we wanted that to work, and they did do a good job of building their relationship. Obviously, when you spend you know thousands of years with somebody, you're likely to form a connection out of shared trauma of not being yeah. able to escape a vault. Yeah, it's like theater students or whatever. Like, <laughs> they're they're in a time bubble that just goes faster, so they all hook up with each other. Uh, but Doug is really killing it, though. I I've enjoyed the issues. I think it's like we've talked about before. Like, and this is again, it comes back to we didn't. I don't. I don't think. Uh, might have synced on it last week, but like just the, um, the gala, the voting, like, I don't want this team to change and I don't want the writer. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, enjoying yeah. this run and it's, it's finally doing for me what a lot of the older series did where they're like threading some stuff and coming back to, in fact, so many of these books are really picking up their steam. And I know Kalen's not here saying go fuck himself, but like, I don't want a season of a TV show. I want like, three seasons of the same TV show kind of thing. Like I don't think he wants the teams to change this frequently. He said he's made peace with it. And I'm just going to talk every fucking week about who did. Oh. Well, anyways, <laughs> what do you think about the brood and the brood saga? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Big, Corsair big getting pregnant with brood loads. Honey. I like how they, they honey, show that's like, me at mall this weekend. Yeah, M-A-L honey. <laughs> And there's all these dead bodies around him, but yeah. it's none of the characters that say, we know. Right. <laughs> it's just a bunch of randos. It yeah. is a great feed. Like, that's another thing that I loved about the issue. I'm like, what a fun, like, fucking thought you forgot. Like, I just love the one page or two page to, like, build up to the next kind of big saga that's coming. Yeah, because we're going to tie that into our Captain Marvel sure. stuff where all this brood shit's going down later. Awesome. But meanwhile, in Legion of X number nine with Simon Spurrier and Netho Diaz, Nimrod invades Krakoa via astral technarchy while Legion makes progress on his daddy issues thanks to a visit from Professor X. The mutant monster, the mutant to monster Maestro is revealed as Nightcrawler's adopted mom has teamed up with Orcus? Um... The stakes in this book are always seemingly extremely high, and it's fascinating to me that no other group of people ever gives a shit about anything that's happening. No, yeah. It's just this bunch of weirdos. <laughs> um, why can't I remember? Why is the team, Kane, Marco, uh, lost? Why can't they remember stuff? It's, it's forget not that. me not. It's forget me they not. had forget me not. Like they officially, that was like kind of the run of it. They had the little beats in their ears, yes. so they could remember forget me not. And then Kane said when he mashed the tree, 
he lost it. So that okay. was the idea that like they have this very stupid solution, which is an easily dangly earpiece that falls. Yeah, out. they've got earbuds in their fucking ears <laughs> right. to protect them. But you know, it's part of the long running joke. I think it generally works, but it it was obviously built up tension that felt unnecessary when they could just have a much better solution to remembering this meaning character. Uh, two big things that I had a problem with. One was Doctor Nemesis trying to get to the last digit of pi. He's super smart. He knows it's an irrational number. But now he's as smart as a mushroom because he became a monster. I, for some reason, or I feel like a mushroom ma- would know that. Muster. Uh, so that's dumb. Very, very dumb. All right. Two. A mushroom would know that. <laughs> Number two. Uh, Charles Xavier, really not winning father of the year. Does something fucked up to David. I don't know what it is. We don't know what it is other than make him really unwell. Oh, when he poked him? Yeah. Yeah. With some little bloop. And, and then he bloop. got sick. And then, he, and then uh, people are wondering, like, hey, what did you do? And Charles is like, we don't have time to discuss that. That I thought there was going to be some weird twist because the way they wrote, I mean, obviously it is Xavier. He's fucking stupid and shitty anyway. But, like, all of his dialogue is specifically my island, my like it's it's very possessive, which yeah. I found really interesting. So I'm like, what's happening there? Um, I, I don't. Have I didn't like that idea for yeah. it, but I was like, something is. I thought it was really unique in the writing. This comic it. is made out of two comics. This entire <laughs> yes. series is just two series that are tackling each other at all times, and it makes no sense. And it's just a, I have a complete disconnect with it. Pushing, the, putting the write up. I completely forgot about the Nightcrawler storyline. <laughs> I like wrote just the part about Professor X and the tech. They really are rushing because I think they're rushing to the finish, right? Yeah. And it does suck because it's, again, the seasonal problem is just like, I want all this stuff. It's so good. But like everybody's rushing to make sense of these things rather than like really allowing these things to breathe. I just don't know why he needed the mind skinner versus the you know they the other ones jumped. versus the god one yeah. you know pick, pick one pick one of these two just fucking it's let always it flow. a double up you're right it's it's insane yeah there was one issue that bridged the two storylines that was reasonable because everything was tied together and then it's just like now let's spread out making nonsense again do you like the exploration of magical lore yes with, that's uh, what i like better the but, right way and uh and the spirit of vengeance having the scream of change. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Still a very, very like earnestly cute character, but I'm still like, well, <laughs> just doesn't. To me, it feels like, you know, when you have like green kryptonite and you didn't realize, oh, it's green until they start saying this is red kryptonite and blue kryptonite. Oh. Like, All right. I've got the spirit of like penance. Yes. Uh, the penance there, whatever. Yeah, but there's a bunch of other ghost-like creatures that fill out a pantheon. So, of- Pulse Check, what is the thing that... Because, yeah, nobody presumed that there was other types of ghost writers, or at least I certainly didn't because I don't know the lore well enough. What is the thing in Marvel Comics that you would expand upon? Because that's what a lot of... I feel like that happens a lot nowadays because you're like, but what was this thing? But don't forget, there's actually five of them. Like, What would that twist be? For you guys, you go first because I don't know what you're talking I, about. Okay. I, like he just said, like it started with Kryptonite was always green, and then it was like, but there's also this. Oh, kryptonite. the rainbow of yeah. Also, maybe that. this isn't the quite, versus... quite in line with that, but uh, that uh, Madrox was actually a twin. Ooh, I like that. 
That's a good one. Would they be? I don't know if he, his, his twin would be a mutant or not, or if his twin is also duplicative. Well, because I was going like to say you can make them fraternal twins, and then he has a sister that yeah. is, and they're both gay because twins are always gay or something. There's that's not what it is. That's that not what that says. No, that's that. I was as always fifty percent right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Clark? I don't know. That's that's something I got to work there, out. Like if there was more a larger lore, basically, right? About something. Well, so you've heard of quasar bands? No, I haven't. <laughs> now they're quasar necklaces, <laughs> and I don't think I don't know the powers of quasar enough to know why it would be that different, but they just are. What? <laughs> I don't think I understand. Because uh, the quasar has bands to transform into quasar, so like oh, there's a whole series of quasar armaments. Yes, they do. And when you things. put them all together, yeah. um. Then you're cooking with gas. <laughs> I don't really have anything other than that. I just want character um, characters to be not explored more, but explained more. Like we have so many back characters that just mean like we've got characters. Uh, one of the things I posted on mm. Instagram the other day was um, Unacion, Car- Carmela Unacion, which is a character who. Her last name is Uno Sion. Unus's name is also that. They've never right. explained how they're related to each other. We also know that he had we he seemingly has two children from an Alpha Flight series, Alpha Flight Volume Three. Name let's Lucy, say Unsioff and Unus. No, no, they they went by different last yeah. names. Um, actually, no, I think only one of them was. But just the same, we've got all these characters floating around everywhere. Just explain all these people. There's no reason not to be like, hey. You know, we see Unus. You're connected. Uh, we, just, we saw Unus a few times at the beginning of this whole era. Yeah. And then they just really like, washed t- away. Talk to her for a goddamn second. There was yeah. no reason not to just connect and just finish it. So you bring up a really good point of like, that's what's really missing. Obviously, the original X-Men run when Hickman was doing it was very like, not slice of life, but just kind of like episodic, like or anthology of like what's happening around the island with these different people. I'd love a series where it does poke into, or even just like a big one shot that kind of like does exactly what you're talking about, which is connect some of those loose threads of those uh, non-starter characters. I just want like a full slice of life series, like cheers, like, <laughs> like, like, where it's David, the Dukes, you know, it's the blob, yeah. you know, just like doing some Sam Malone thing. And then we just see all the weirdos interacting. I love it. it doesn't yeah, be, uh, half the time, like someone's head's getting blown off in the green. Yeah, window. exactly. All this drama. Give me five. Give me a five issue miniseries of just like family drama <laughs> and just weirdness that happens. Did you? Uh, so within the comics, because I don't have the history. Nightcrawler's adopted mother. Has she really been around that Mark much? Golly Zardos, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, remember. It sounds Dormammu, like no, but I remember don't... her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been around for a long time. Yeah. She also had her like real daughter, Day Tripper, who he uh, he ended up fucking for a while. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember him fucking his own sister. No. Yeah. But what issue was that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh let's talk Wolverine number nineteen, Benjamin Percy and Juan Jose Rip. The Beast agenda continues as the dude's the daughter visits Krakoa to find Logan and save her dad. Um, I like this Beast agenda. I just this is the one where I'm like, okay, just speed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> reading it, but I don't really remember, I remember it because it. It, it was just like growl. Let me tear at some plants. I'm underground. Here's evil. I feel here's, it in my bones. Here's fake cyber, saber tooth has you know tainted right. the entire basement yeah i thought that was a very fun connection that Sabretooth's effect on krakoa hasn't been lost and that all throughout krakoa there's a lot of different people who have like interacted yeah. with it and have left some kind of mark that Sabretooth was so dramatic 
I thought was a fun reveal. I enjoyed that thread. I and it and again, obviously we've when you take one look at what's coming up, you can tell that none of these stories are actually running concurrently, but I do appreciate that Krakoa is possessed by all these like pit mutants and other shit while also now being possessed by the Technarchy and Nimrod. Um because it is, I, I I do have a frustration of like, where is Lord. the timeline and all this? When are these things happening? Um, but no, the overall, it's, I just want Beast to get his comeuppance. Where's the comeuppance? Uh, the little blurb from Beast about Janus words was my favorite. Uh, the, oh, the, yeah. They're also called auto antonyms, words oh. that have two definitions that disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. Like cleave, meaning to cling to something, like a a cleave to this person or I oh, I've cut, never heard I that. cut something in half. Yeah, I've always heard the cut. I didn't know there was that was a different definition uh, for trim. It. Like you can trim a tree as in decorate it, add stuff to it, or you can oh, trim a piece of paper yeah, and cut yeah. off stuff. Not this fun. Yeah. I like that you would say trim a paper instead of hair. Sure, you can trim hair. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying oh. to think of it off the fly. I only remembered the word. Yeah, well I didn't like it. All right. <laughs> um I don't know anything else on Wolverine. It felt like, to your point, no. it was a very fast issue. And I just, this whole fucking the dude character doesn't mean anything. Like, I get it's <laughs> his. Like, I get that they're building. Yeah. Like, he likes building his world. I want to know where the fuck Wolverine is with the exterminators in the Vampire Nation. They yeah, introduced that woman, that? and then she vanished. No, like, that would be amazing lady, if she yeah. showed up. But God forbid. No, that's way gone. I know. For some reason, I feel like the daughter gives me like a vibe of what if Lisa Simpson was real? It, that's a really <laughs> good point. I love that. We'll do a little uh, comparison on our Insta. Uh, let's wrap up with a Dark Web super summary. Dark Web continues as Parker Peterman and Jay Jamin attempt to escape the Insidious Six and Chasm's soul-sucking apple. MJ and Black Cat attempt to recover Belasco's soul sword. And Miss Marvel and Miles Morales team up to fight the inventors and stop a runaway demon mosque in The Amazing Spider-Man number 17 with Zeb Wells and Ed McGuinness, Mary Jane and Black Cat number two, Jed McKay and Vincenzo Caratu, and then Miss Marvel number two, Sabir Pirzada and Francesco uh, Mortarino. Um, I'm really liking this. This is, it's so weird. <laughs> like, this doesn't, it just seems like a bunch of insanity. It's, Wait, it's like Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man was nuts. I yeah. loved it. I little, shouldn't little, like little it. Little Parkerman, little yes. little fellow. They could never get the names right. They could never get the moves right. Was... Everything they did was wrong. I think that this, the Amazing Spider-Man, was probably my favorite so far of the Dark World oh, yeah, storyline. Yeah. But it's like, it's annoying because this has its own humorous, creative perspective. It feels like it's completely out of place in the rest of the story. It feels cute, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It's genuinely funny, and I'm like, all right, if the rest of Inferno leaned into the campiness of mailboxes coming alive, rather than trying to take it seriously at some point, I would enjoy it more. Yeah, it does. Even in this issue with the way Chasm and Spider-Man go back and forth, and then with Madeline showing up and being like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing here? I'm just going to go do my other shit. Like, I do... Yes, this is the way I want everything about Inferno to feel like, because it should be that crazy and campy, because these are fucking stupid demons. Like, it's not... There isn't really any tension, but they, I know they're continuing to ratchet up between Chasm and, and Peter, but like 
I think some of the other stuff, while I really do love it, it kind of is finding that weird balance of like, they're kind of playing it for laughs while also to like being the action series. I do think MJ and black hat do a really good job of it as well. I really enjoyed uh, Jed McKay's writing. I just didn't, I mean, I don't know how much they're usual because they have, they don't have ongoing series. They've, they don't have a lot of team ups. They had one, he did a one shot of them before six months ago maybe yeah that clearly was just like this is what i want to do later <laughs> yeah. give, me a, give me a mini series of this which was very good i like yeah. them together they're odd couple enough one thing we discussed last episode last issue was how dumb mary jane's power is that you can literally see mm. the things scrolling across and we didn't know whether or not people could actually see them or not oh or if they're yeah like representational and now we've got full confirmation that they are fully visible in the middle of combat, it's a giant cherry. I think it's, it's cute. I like it. I hate it. I hate it. It's so dumb. And we still do not have an explanation. We don't no, know anything powers. about how yeah. we're, it's we're, the six month know, yeah. or not longer than six yeah. month gap. I'm making she might have an actual child. You might not. What yeah. the fuck is all this stuff? I like the fact that they've brought in Belasco and Sim and all just the, the characters are like, you should be questioning where they are mm-hmm. during this kind of storyline. Belasco was really great. Belasco hasn't been using ages. He is yeah. like, yeah, of course I'll flay myself for a soul sword. Who cares? Oh, I've got a piece of my soul left. Here, let me get it for you. And he just stabs himself oh my in the God. chest to yank out a compass. It did take me a while in the image because the way that his hand looked and the way that the cape was also seemingly flesh colored. I'm like, is he ripping his hand off? Did he shove the broken <laughs> hand into his chest? Like, what are you doing? Whatever. Any of them. Yeah, work. exactly. Yes. The answer is yes. But to have uh, uh, Black Hat and, and um, Mary Jane to be standing there just like, this guy is fucking insane. What a creep. I did love the Wait. MJ just being like, is this is this unicorn? <laughs> Am yeah. I eating unicorn? Uh, yeah. That's a nice little, uh, uh, you know, it reminds me of the dinner at in uh, Ten of Swords. I think what really exactly, yeah. what really works for the, the, the issues inclusive of MS Marvel is that like we're not constantly having the characters going, oh my God, this is happening. Like they're all, <laughs> even like J. Jonah Jameson, like, they're all just kind of existing in it, knowing it's fucking nuts and just being like, like, I guess so. Like, I'll here we go. So the last thing I want to talk about is the one of the Ms. villains in Miss Marvel. Yeah. The scientists, the inventors. Tur- yes, the inventors. Amazing. Scientists turn bird people. This is is this their introduction? I, no, or that's the no. problem with, for me is that Da Vinci. I don't remember who all the ones, but most yeah. of them were introduced in um, Hickman's. Sword series, remember Shield, Shield, right? Remember that? Yeah, no, yeah. But I don't remember them being becoming birds. No, 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 no. That's that's because this is wrong. Oh, that's okay. what this. That's what's wrong. Well, that they did. That was the thing, though, is that they had. I don't know who the person at the beginning was, and that's why he's that like little tiny I, thing. But I made more. Like I think they were trying to just skip to the punchline of there's an entire cast yeah. of. I mean, I the entire thing fell flat for me because birds, it was you know me being continuity heavy. Yeah. This just was a waste of time for me. Well, I think in general, the uh, yeah, the overall, it is also, it's also a weird combination two-parter because the first issue doesn't seemingly have much besides the runaway mosque, uh, or what is it, um, JCM, I think, or yeah. or yeah, it doesn't. That's all kind of tied like her own like family story is kind of tied together. But like she literally gets teleported to um, limbo. limbo and then immediately leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just like a very yeah. weird yeah. thing that she's like, "No, I'm out of here." It's kind of funny as a, re- I mean, it's annoying as a cliffhanger, but kind of funny as a reason 
to get kicked out of limbo that she's just too annoying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did appreciate that. And it was fun having Miles Morales. I think all the diet like the dialogue, the writing is fun. I can see why you kind of had the disconnect. Um, not remembering <laughs> that that was the attachment. I was still like, this is all just very absurdist. It does feel like a hat on a hat. Like you didn't need to have them coming in. I know he got resurrected because of the fact that he had a mechanical chip, which also made very little sense. Like why would the technology reassert itself unless it was supposed to be like living and breathing? Um, <laughs> what? It's really hard to what do. What is this? It's hard to do. He got Invisalign. Oh my God. Pulp, oh, sounds pop, wet and sad. Yeah. All right. Uh, that uh, that yeah. sound means it's time for Plug Me Daddy. <laughs> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where we each get a chance to highlight something that Ooh. we've read, seen, heard, or experienced, and we just wanted to share with you so that you might read, hear, see, or experience it yourselves. Uh, who's got a plug? Who's got a plug? Give me a plug. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, I can go. I recently downloaded, I think it recently released too, maybe a few weeks ago, right? Maybe the tail end of December, uh, Chained Echoes. It is a throwback Japanese RPG style game. It is available on Switch and I think it was a Kickstarter game and then it came out. Uh, absolute Blast was a recommendation from one of my friends who loves RPGs and he's like, you got to play this. Um, four character parties, job, slight job class system, lots of interesting mechanics to make it turn-based fun again. And it's also extremely fucking hard if you turn on the settings that I have, which is to try and play the game. Cause I always, I can't play, what is that? I can't play hard games. Yeah. Um, like action games because it's too fucking hard. But turn-based, I'm like, you're smart enough for this. Wait, really? I would put it the other way around. Oh, really? I could shoot something. More, I could shoot more of things or things that have longer lives than I could beat a computer at the strategy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I, so I'm like trying to do it and it's, and what's fun is, and the other, the other concept of you like JRPGs that, that I always love is you heal all your HP and magic points heal every battle. So each battle is like a big fight versus like oh, your standard, fun. just keep hitting the attack button until it's over. So it's, and it's, there's not that many fights. So it's been super engaging um, haven't fully finished it, but I think it's about 25 hours plus and yeah, you can pick it up. It's like 25 bucks. Um, highly recommended as an indie game. So everything I've watched this year so far has been bad. The worst of it I watched it's yesterday. It's only been like two weeks. <laughs> I've still watched, I've still watched <laughs> about 20 watch. things. Oh I watched gosh. a shit ton. Um, the worst, and I knew it was going to be the worst already, but, uh, the Scooby-Doo show Velma, uh, which just stars this is an Mindy Kaling as Velma and the cartoon version. It is just like if you want to see, if you want to watch a show that hates what it's about, uh, then watch that. Yeah. It just lo- she it basically it was it wasn't supposed to be a Scooby Doo show. They shoved Scooby Doo on no, top of it. Oh, that sucks. It's literally yeah. just her being shitty to a bunch of bad people. show that's been around forever. What was and it supposed to be? It was just supposed to be exactly like that, a, but not with Scooby Doo characters. It's uh, just like Wednesday. Wilma. It's like Wednesday <laughs> when they just, it was actually about the Flintstones. When, yeah, when they just shove. A, a, a story onto IP because it's is it they're not the other way around right exactly they're like we love the this character the concept yeah. but it needs a bit of yeah. a punch to get people Let's to make be watching it be this. Yeah. but it anyways be... it's that show is frightening it's also <laughs> weird it's like you know people are getting their legs cut off all this blood everywhere all this stuff she's calling people bitches constantly and sluts and you weirdly seeing so much like teen near nudity all the is time the they just to... like oh my my, my and 
like shirts just happen well, not shirts like a piece of hair happens to cover a nipple and all this weird shit and you're like what <laughs> is this is the intention to be kind of the harley quinn of scooby-doo yes it's, it's, it's it the same work. art yeah. basically and it's uh, on the same fucking channel yeah, yeah. I mean, on the same network that's i mean and now it's i horrible. sadly it see is, the piss yeah <laughs> the worst harley show. quinn's doing so well we need all another right, thing so this what is are the this is totally a send-up of scooby-doo and all those kids adventure stuff interesting interesting what if we made it a scooby-doo show though <laughs> right but, yeah but <laughs> But removed the dog yeah, from it, yeah. so it's just also, these four kids, so weird. basically just being dicks to each other. Yeah, what if we kill the dog in the first episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll show these dumb fucks. What yeah, do you yeah. have? Actually, have a? Did you watch anything There's that you liked? Episodes. Not so far, no. Oh, so you? I thought you were gonna be like all the things I hated except I watched for the rig that was on. Prime. I watched the rig too. It eh. is so boring and slow, and I hate everybody. And then it also has a cliffhanger ending, which I despised. which didn't need. Didn't right. need. I'm gonna pitch something or plug something. It's called The Devil's Hour on uh amazon prime okay it's a show starring peter capaldi mm-hmm. and love him. it's a f- i don't want to spoil any part of it because the fun is sitting through it interesting but it tries to deal with the concept of deja vu and i think i've seen this advertised yeah there are definitely it's definitely not perfect you know there's some slow parts but in general it's pretty enjoyable uh each episode is pretty well acted mm. the devil's hour it's a lot of fun check it out all right that's been our episode. Don't forget to rate and review us. Uh, you know, shoot us a message on Twitter or Instagram or, or, or tie slide a, into my DM. Tie a note to a brick and throw it through <laughs> one of our windows. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Bye, little homo. Bye. Bye.